I'm at Cold Planet at Paris Court House in County Wicklow and uh, we're going to hear about what this is experience is about from uh, Vicky Brown and Vicky is the director of the Cold Planet Experience. Vicky, thanks a million for um, letting me come and find out about this. Mm -hmm. um, what is this about? And as you're telling me this, I will continue establishing my, sure. my carbon footprint. Sure. Okay. So uh, Cool Planet Experience is what we believe the first in its kind. It is unique, it's different, and basically what we're doing is we're taking on a journey of climate change discovery. So right. that sounds very big and lofty, but basically what we want to do is talk about this big serious issue in a way that is different and compelling um, and that everyday people can understand what's going on because this really was born out of a frustration that scientists were saying one thing or the other, media was saying something else and everybody in the middle was really caught and nobody was saying anything to them and our governments weren't speaking up on the issues. So what we decided to do was create something that's different, that's a bit of fun, that's interactive, that deals with this serious issue but at the same time you enjoy have an enjoyable time. Now I am what, I'm, you, my carbon footprint is being assessed yeah. at the moment it is. and I thought I was actually um, um, doing quite well and of course this is geared to the Irish climate. Yes. So when I'm looking at this, how warm is your home in the winter, given our winters and how we heat our homes, it's slightly different but, mm -hmm. but uh, you know we try to keep our temperature down um, as well and uh, we try to be very conscious um, and then when I was looking at some of the um, questions in like how energy efficient um, the light bulbs, we have insulation, we have uh, double glazing and we have filters on our showers, we don't have solar panels. So I thought, you know, we're doing really quite, doing quite well. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I will be interested when I get to the end on this, um, how you would rate my assessment yeah. and again um, I'm well the way we rate it we try and do it in a way that people can understand so obviously you will get your tons of carbon um, and the fact that you took a flight from, car from Canada here will absolutely have a massive impact on your carbon footprint I'm afraid to tell you but we also give it in numbers of trees so it'll say how many trees you need to plant to basically offset your carbon footprint. And we do that because people don't really understand what is a ton of carbon? I mean, what size is that? What's it mean? It's not something that the everyday person can resonate with. But we do understand trees. And we can understand that by planting a certain number of trees, that's a good thing. So the question I imagine, which of these types of waste do you recycle? And we have fantastic recycling programs uh, in Canada and in Ottawa, and, you know, food, paper, tin cans, plastic and glass. We actually have a separate section for what would be food waste mm -hmm. as well. So I'm looking, I tick all of these and mm -hmm. submit. Now, uh, now you're getting to see my end product here. And mm -hmm. as you say, I, I have high travel. Yes. But it's telling me I um, need 941 trees. And that's not the worst I've seen. Genuinely, it isn't. I mean, it's, uh, and you'll see as you go through the experience where we compare the average Irish person's footprint with, say, that of an Ethiopian, or, you know, which is dramatically lower. Um, and for various obvious reasons. But yeah, I mean, that's not the worst one I've seen. Uh, the travel is always a huge one. You're quite big on your home as well. And um, now I didn't see you filling in the home one, so maybe- Well, the home again, predominantly like would be it, heat. It's heat probably, yeah. 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 
Exactly, and it's probably gas, I'm guessing. It's, it's natural gas. Natural gas, yeah. yeah. And yeah. we would have considered that was a positive, as distinct from oil. It is. It's or definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah. It's definitely a step in the right direction. And now we know that there's biogas that's coming on stream as well, which is another further step in direction. But obviously, you know, people are looking at, uh, you know, heat pumps, ground source heat pumps or air source heat pumps. That's another way to go if the electricity to run them is provided from a renewable source. Right. And again, I suppose, given the nature of our climate, because our winter, particularly in Ottawa, we're the second coldest capital city in the world. Okay. So in winter, midwinter, we could be experiencing external temperatures of minus 30 with a mm -hmm. wind chill of minus 40, minus 45. Yeah, that sounds brutal, to be honest. It is brutal. So, so the ability, in a way, what yeah. we have forced air, and most of our housing yeah. would have forced air. Yeah. So we don't heat rooms the way yeah. we grew up, closing a door and just heating the room we're living. We maintain a the constant, constant temperature heat throughout, throughout the house. The house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then our other big problem is in the, in the summer. Our air conditioning probably is more expensive than our heating yeah. is in the winter. And if you look at the average American's footprint, it is very high, but that's probably a lot to do with the fact that they're heating in winter and cooling during the summer. Yes. Um, and interestingly, you said about this footprint, obviously this was done based on an Irish person's average usage. We had people here recently from Dubai, so heating to them isn't an issue, it's cooling. Right. So right. They, the questions weren't relevant in that sense for them. Right. But that's where you have to tailor it. Naturally, naturally. Yeah. But it's interesting, and it yeah. is fascinating. It is, Because yeah. the other aspect of that, of course, is, like I thought I was doing well, I drive a hybrid car. Yeah. Um, but even with driving a hybrid and with all the other things, I'm, I'm up know, there. I know. Um, well, I'd say what really kicked you over the top there was probably the flights was a big part of it. Right. Um, certainly, uh, you know, I've seen people there who have done no travel in the last year and that's made a big impact on their footprint. Okay. Um, and so one of the things we do talk about a little bit is you can do a bit of carbon offsetting. That helps that one too. And it's not expensive to do. There's loads of websites that'll help you work it out and you can just you know, if that makes one feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. So when you talk in terms of a flight, like mm. I was, what, 941 trees, we could actually extrapolate that back to say that a return North American flight is using how many trees for me? You probably could work that out. I would yeah. tell you that off the yeah. top of my head, but, but absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. And the thing I suppose that's really important to say about Cool Planet is you know, we are very much conscious that people are living busy lives, you know, mm -hmm. and they have family, they've got kids, they've got jobs, they have a lot on their plate as it is and so taking on this issue is quite a big thing for people and you know it's not easy just to say you know what you should drive an EV car, maybe you can't afford to change to an mm -hmm. EV car yet but if you at least get people thinking about it and thinking you know what I was going to trade up but maybe if I wait another year I'll be able to trade up for that EV or that hybrid. Mm -hmm. um, I mean personally like I see the new car market this year in Ireland all the 2018 cars coming out and there's diesel and petrol and you can't think why would you buy it? car now mm -hmm. when the EV hybrid market is really exploding and you know that second-hand market will develop as well it just seems to you, you're kind of buying into a fossil fuel that's we hopefully will no longer be using mm -hmm. so, yeah. so this experience yeah. when when did it open and so, um, what was the uh, driver that successfully managed to get the doors open yeah so it's been really an incubation since probably about January well, from my part, January 2015, but it started before that. So um, a guy called Norman Crowley, uh, he has a large company, a large energy efficiency company called Crowley Carbon. It delivers huge energy saving projects across the world, actually. They've just opened offices in North America, Sao Paulo, Dubai, Sydney, and here and in the UK. He was, the more he learned about what was going on in relation to climate change, the more frustrated he got about it and the lack of action, and particularly with the Irish government. They really were burying their heads in the mm -hmm. sand. 
and we know we have potentially large fines coming and also the failure to see the actual opportunities that exist in transitioning to a carbon low carbon economy I mean there's great job opportunities there's a way to think about living differently so he had that and then we're in beautiful Paris Court estate which is still owned by the Slazinger family mm-hmm. interestingly the, the their grandfather bought this estate in the 60s and the reason he bought it was he saw an ad for a waterfall and he wanted to use hydropower so he's ahead of his time so he bought what he thought was a waterfall and then found out that in the in the price was also included this big house and the gardens um, and the gardens here are voted number three in the world by National Geographic after Q in the UK and Versailles in Paris. So we're up there. Mm-hmm. The best of mm-hmm. So fa- this family have felt very, very strongly that they need to preserve the estate and continue it as they inherited it from their grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't do that, they fail the next generation. So they're really, really big on sustainability and looking at ways to make an old property like this as sustainable as possible. So you put those two people together talking about it and they said, let's do something here at the house. Um, And then I entered the picture and it was at that stage kind of a a budget on the back of an envelope that we've blown many times over and a few PowerPoint slides. And so the last three years, the journey has been working with our very kind sponsors. So Mm -hmm. the people that are listed here on the wall are the ones who took a punt on us because Mm -hmm. at that time, all I could tell them was we have a building. Um, we have an idea, we haven't really worked out the full idea, but we know we want to talk to you know, children and families and people about this issue. And so all of these companies, Calor, ESB, Glambia, NTR Foundation, Paris Court themselves, Crowley Carbon, Siemens and Vodafone all stepped up and said, we'll give you money to help you sort that out. Right. So there are initial donors. We do have some smaller donors as well who funded some programmatic work. And we officially launched Cool Planet in January of this year with Richard Branson. He came yes. over and he gave us his special seal of approval for what we were doing. And I think what's interesting is you look at somebody like Richard Branson, who is really actively trying to do something in this in this space and has been for a long, long time. And I think we worked this out since he's been really working in the area of sustainability. I think we've had about either eight or ten environmental ministers in Ireland and mm-hmm. we're still where we are. So he came, he opened it up for us, um, or launched it, I should say, and then we officially opened to the public on March 15th. Uh, we were delayed a couple of times because we had some severe snowstorms, which I'm sure where you from that's would have no been ex- no, no, excuse. no excuse whatsoever. But here there was over a foot of snow <laughs> yes. and even the, the gardens were closed for about a week or two. <laughs> um, so we've been open since March and we are really bowled over with the success we've had to date. We are getting great responses from school groups who come. Yeah. So. Um, they come and they book in, they go to a school tour, and then we also do a workshop with them. Uh, so that's primary school kids, transition year school kids, which are about 16-year-olds, and then families. Families are loving to come here. It's a little bit of a different thing to do. It's educational, but it's fun. Um, we're seeing a great feedback from grandparents who also say it reminds them of things from when they were younger, you know, right. just being a little bit more conservative, not throwing everything away only buying the food that you're going to eat, uh, all of those kind of things. And I think grandparents like bringing their grandchildren here because uh, there is the educational element to it as well as the fun part. Right, right. So you mentioned you've gone through a number of ministers of the environment since uh, people started talking. The current minister, Dennis Nocton, has he been here yet? No, he hasn't. Because so I, I know, I know, on his Canadian trip, yeah. he um, no, went he to an electric car factory, yeah. and I've seen that he has yeah. been quite strong, and we he's working closely, I gather, with our minister Catherine McKenna. Okay, very good. Yeah. I believe she was in town. I knew she was here at one stage. I think, and wasn't she? Which I think yeah. she may come. Re- her aunt lives in Dublin. The yeah, family I think, live in I, Dublin. I think I'd heard that. Yeah. Um, well, 
The Environmental Protection Agency here in Ireland have been very supportive of what we've been doing. So um, they've been amazing. They fund one of our programs, which is called Cool Planet Champions. It's modelled on Al Gore's Climate Reality Project. Mm -hmm. um, and we are trained up 26 individuals, so one in every county, um, to be able to give a really cool presentation on, on climate change, but equally to be able to make representation to their local politicians or to their local media or just give a talk in their local GAA club or in the pub with their friends, just right. talk about the issue. Right. Um, and all of those we see as acts of climate action, you know, that they're doing something about this. Um, and so the environmental protection agencies were amazing. They funded us to do that. And there are the, the department is aware of what we're doing, mm -hmm. but we don't have any funding from them yet. Right, right. Um, <coughs> we hope we will. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Vicky, um, I'm going to get a walkthrough, and yes. I, coincidentally, uh, I'm reacquainting myself with someone I met when I was in Athlone previously, yes. who's now working with you. Yes, we're very lucky to have Colin on the team with us here. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin, Colin So he's tremendous. going to bring you through. So the tour takes just under an hour. Yeah. You've done the first part of it, though. You've worked yeah. out your footprint. And now we're going to bring you through a series of different rooms where first one you'll get to experience what's actually happening with climate change now and some of the images I'm sure you'll see will be familiar. Yeah. Um, we're going to take you through the science, so the science behind it, what's happening and, and why, but also the role of our oceans, of our uh, forests, our trees, etc. Um, then you're going to have a bit of fun. We have a room called Race to 2050. It should actually be the race back from 2050 if I really think about it. Um, and when you arrive in this room, it's 2050 as we did nothing at all. We okay. continued on a high emission scenario. But by playing a series of uh, quick, fast games around energy, waste and transport, you'll get to bring back the city to its former glory. Um, and then I'll let you go through the rest of the rooms and leave them as a surprise for you. Is that okay? okay? So housekeeping wise, if anyone yes. is trying to find you on the web, the website is? coolplantexperience.org and you're on Twitter we're Facebook, on Twitter Facebook Instagram, Instagram LinkedIn we're easily found right yes and again even just by putting cool planet into Google you'll it, pop up we will yeah yeah and you, you're located in a beautiful as you say it's in the the Powers Court house um, Slazinger estate yeah. just at Enniscary so anyone who is not even going to go that far outside of Dublin it's not maybe 45 minutes from. oh it's even closer I mean from the city centre outside of the main traffic hours it's 30 minutes but equally we're on a what's called the ring you know the M50 ring road so yes. it's actually very very close there's no issues with parking it's easy to get to so yeah and then Enniscary village is a beautiful little yeah. village with yeah. restaurants and everything Do you else know what? So it's worth coming even if you didn't come to Cool Planet of course you yeah. have to um, it's worth coming up to the estate anyway because it is a beautiful example of a historical house in one of the most wonderful settings in the world Indeed. Well, Vicky, thanks a million for your time. I know you're rushing on uh, other commitments, and I yeah. really appreciate you taking the time. It's a pleasure to meet you, and I hope you enjoy your experience. Thank you.